All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. Everybody, it's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and it's another week, folks. We're really excited to be here. We have some special guests today in the form of dog and also cat running around in the background, but we're just excited to be here for week eight of the NFL season. What's up, Michelle? How are you today? We're recording on a Wednesday. Weird. So we're going to get some Thursday night coverage. What's up? Ooh, that's true. That's going to be fun. We're actually going to be able to talk some some early Thursday predictions. I'm looking forward to it. All is good over here. But as Kate said, there is jangling and and jingling and <laughs> collar. Thing. I don't know what's going on, but your everybody's favorite draft queen's dog, Bocce, is... <laughs> out for vengeance tonight against all of his toys so whatever you hear in the background everything's fine he's just playing he's a puppy but he's really on one tonight he's a jingling and a jangling and you can hear him there and you know what he's the best pup and so it's allowed and so bocce is on the show today and this is (laughs) quarantine recording so that's just it this is life now how yes is life now uh we have so much to go over today Although, if I can just start with Michelle, can I just start with like a little bit of a gripe? Because this was not a good week for me in fantasy Ooh, world. Okay, I and figured, just gonna... yeah, let, I'll let you gripe first because like I'm riding pretty tall over here. So you should yeah, probably yeah, yeah. gripe first. Let, let's gripe and then let's like round it out with some with some positivity here. So I've got this big ass, one of these tall boy beers, and thank you for, I'm taking it out of its little, we, we have a koozie with it, whatever. I got this big ass beer because it's been a shitty fantasy week, and you know what? I'm going out in a blaze of glory. It's not going <laughs> great, folks. It's not going great for my team. Tighten your job straps, which is just not, it's not working out. So um, I'll give You're you a little You're number one sneak. in our hearts for team name, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh my god, it's a great team name. Tighten your jockstraps. Like what a <laughs> what a funny punny name. I'm brilliant. What can I say? No, seriously. Like uh, I'm going down down down. I lost this week because of an, a myriad of issues, but I think I'm like really experiencing the very worst of fantasy demises. Oh jeez. I'm losing players left and right, dude. Like I I had 55 points from Justin Herbert. Woo! 55. More than half of the points that I scored total. And that's still, part of the problem with this league, though. But continue, continue. But that's part of the problem. Yeah, well, there's like multipliers and bonuses and whatever. So essentially, I I just everyone else. I think I started Devonta Freeman, who got hurt within the first millisecond of the game. Oh my god, I forgot um, you played two New York Giants. That's why you're I getting did. your butt kicked. 
I did. Darius Slayton had three points. Uh, Singletary cannot seem to figure it out. And I also had to sit Thielen and Andrews, my wide receiver tight end killer bye week. I am so fucked. I lost. And and that's my gripe. That's my gripe. I've lost to the worst team in the league, although her team is really not that bad. I think it's just it depends on if you get walloped or not. So yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, my that's poor a big Kate. Bummer. That's a big bummer. And I so sat, wait, what, oh, what what place are you in, Kate? I'll just keep I'll um, just keep piling it on. Yeah, just keep just keep hammering it home. Why don't you? <laughs> I'm in I'm in twelfth now. I don't really know how this happened. I was in fifth or fourth or something. I'm in twelfth. Oof. Twelfth. Oof. I think I dropped four spots last week and then four spots the next week. But you know what? If if I have anything to say about this. There's two which you things, do, right? Which I'm sure you do. Which I always do. <laughs> First thing is, it's COVID football. Nothing you can do with, between injuries and the number of players I've had to stream and swap. We've all had to do it. Uh, it's just been a hell of a season. Second of all, I feel like I've been paying attention to a lot of the listeners. Like, we've been talking on social media. I see you. But I've been focused on the people rather than myself. And you know what? I'm still going to stay focused, but I got to <laughs> reel it back in a little bit. I have to focus on my team a little bit more. So anyway, that's where I'm at. On to more important things. Tell me about Tell me about how you're doing this week. Like, what's going on from week seven to week eight for you? I mean, two words, Tyler Lockett. Homie is oh in Fuego. That game, so, <laughs> so that game was so fun to watch. Look, I had, I had great, you know, I've talked about it every week. Deshaun Watson keeps being consistent. They've had great matchups. That was awesome. Um, I had to make, thank God, on the waivers, I had to make a switch because Mixon was hurt. So I snagged Giovanni uh. Bernard. And he Mark. had a great he had a great week. Um, Zeke Elliott, we will absolutely skip over because I'm very much over him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yo, Tyler Lockett has been out of control. He had 51 points. Uh, Seattle is just so much fun to watch. And I mean, that game was so awesome because in my other league, I have Christian Kirk. So I was just watching the ball fly back and forth. Tyler Lager, Christian Kirk, Tyler Lager. I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened in fantasy football. So Don't you love that? When you have those weeks, it's just like the best feeling. So yeah. I'm happy for you. We've all been there. I feel pretty good about it. It's put me up in uh, into second place. Um, and, uh, yeah, I had a, look, I had to make some, some more moves for this week, which we'll, we'll talk about a little later in, in Stardom Sidham, but you know, there's some pretty significant bye weeks this week. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Arizona, speaking of which Houston, oh, yeah. also speaking of which Buffalo, Washington. So, you know, a lot of these teams have some pretty big week over week, you know, scorers. And so this is where it gets a little tricky with, Bye weeks, waivers, you know, and COVID, as as we've said before. So we'll have some, uh, we've got some tips and some ideas, some of which will be, you know, quite personal to me, considering, you know, I have the likes of Deshaun Watson. So what the hell am I doing this week, you know? But I feel, I feel okay. I never like to get too excited, even though I'm very stoked about how the, the game went for me last week, and I'm very happy to be in second place. But it, it doesn't mean that, like, next week's a shoe-in. So, it, like, no. it's kind of interesting because those first, like, what, four or five weeks where there's no buys, you kind of – you sort of know which guys you're kind of playing. There's not as much turnover. There's not as much waiver wiring and all that kind of thing. So if you get on a roll for the better, that's great. 
if you get on a roll for the worst, not so great. But now is where it gets really interesting because, like, everything's just super inconsistent. Yeah, I think that we're going to figure that out in real time now because you're right. Like, if you get on a roll those first couple games and you're riding it out and nobody's getting hurt, nobody's getting COVID, nobody's, like, switching up their game times and weeks, you can ride it out. But uh, if you're like me and you have to go out in a blaze of glory or really turn things around, we've got you covered this week. So... I mean, listen, anything else you want to jump into before we start on our huddle, our favorite segment? Is there anything else going out, going on in your world that you want to talk about? I mean, I'm drinking a beer. It's great. My dog has now locked himself <laughs> what appears to be he's locked himself in the bathroom. So perhaps it'll be quieter right. for the rest of the episode. Oh, this is just another treat for just another another wild episode of the Draft Queens. What can Draft we say? Queens, here we are giving you all this week's exciting sports news as well as commentary on our cats and dogs. And with that, should we rough them up and get into the huddle? That was get a it? terrible pun. Terrible pun. But yes, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so now that I have finally recovered from Kate's terrible pun about the huddle, here we are to bring you the actual huddle. (laughs) Oh my god, it wasn't that bad, but listen, when you have me having a tall boy and I'm halfway through, I'm not going to make non-puns. Like, we're going to go there, unfortunately, so... I think it's good. I think it's great. I love love for, for, for us to see and for the listeners to hear what ridiculous puns you come up with, but nonetheless... Here we are at the huddle, everyone's favorite 60 seconds of the week, or at least Kate and I's favorite 60 seconds of the week. Hopefully you agree. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Where we give you the most important sports headlines. There's a lot of important ones, actually, I would would say. And I, again, not pre-reading, but I do see the first one, and I have a feeling that that's going to come to me, and I just don't want to sound like a dummy because it's definitely guaranteed to happen later in the huddle. But it looks like there's some important ones, so I'm excited for this one, as always, as always. Big headlines. Do you, ha- do you have your timer ready? Because you're the queen of the timer. Oh my god, I always have my timer. I feel like I walk around with my timer all week long, and I just <laughs> wait for either Wednesday in this case, but Thursday nights when we record. Yes, I have my timer ready. I walk around. I was born with it, so I yes, I have one minute it. on the clock. <laughs> I mean, I can't I think of one... I can't think of any better use of an iPhone timer in my whole life than the huddle. I would agree with that, and I just love the little ringer it does at the end. It goes boop 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 boop. For those that didn't know, all the music all the music bumpers in our show are actually just Kate's own noises that she makes. Yeah, it just wouldn't be surprising at all. But I do indeed, Michelle, have one minute. 60 seconds on the clock. You, you Would can't you like see to me, but I'm down? doing like the, the woo, woo, woo in with my go. arm. Like, get it ready. So, all right. Count yourself down, Kate. You're reading the first one. Okay. I'm going to take this in three, two, one. Let's go. Corey Seager was named the World Series MVP as the Los Angeles Dodgers clinched their first title since 1988. Go Dodgers. Uh, The MLS announces a new 2020 Young Player of the Year award to replace the Rookie Prize. Hmm. Uh, Tiger Woods is skipping the Houston Open before heading to the Masters. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, NFL plans to limit fan capacity to 20% for the Super Bowl with masks being mandatory. Wow. Okay. Mouthful. Uh, Major League Baseball on Wednesday said it's beginning an investigation into the actions of the L.A. Dodgers infielder Justin Turner, who was pulled from Game 6 of the World Series after testing positive for COVID-19, but still took the field after the game to celebrate with his teammates. What a dunce. We got know, we're going to have to talk about that. Uh, NBA revenue for the 2019-2020 season dropped 10% to $8.3 billion. Go, oh, your touch has to be sold to Ryan Smith. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. We did it. She's too busy holding up that damn timer. Wait, do you want to hear that sound again? The sound that I, I mean, was talking about? You you oh, definitely want to hear it again. Yeah, I do. Okay, ready? Kate's favorite. Doesn't is that, that like your joy? Is that also your alarm in the morning? Because if it's not, it probably should be. It's not, but I'm also not the one doing the alarm in the morning. Like, I'm the one who... Is still laying well, in are you, Are you the kind of person who gets up when their alarm goes off, or do you snooze? Well, to keep with the common theme of today's episode, my dog <laughs> is on his own alarm, so I get up when he gets up. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Well, I will ignore to the last possible moment... Luckily, I have a partner who does the same thing and just snoozes, snoozes, snoozes. But he's in charge. Like, he's the one who does it. So, I actually laugh out loud now when my alarm does go off because I've probably been up for a solid hour and a half already. Or if by some miracle the dog wakes me up and I can go back to sleep and the alarm goes off and I'm, like, sleeping, it's, it's a proud day because usually I don't sleep that late anymore. Okay, so we're back to draft mom. So between you and I, like 100% <laughs> on the same page. But draft moms. Okay, back. Now that you've heard my favorite little jingle that is not my wake-up alarm, but is my draft queen's alarm, these headlines, I mean, what? let's just start where we need to start, which is with the MLB and the Dodgers. So well, first congratulations. of all, congrats to, congrats to the Dodgers, right? Yeah, I mean, come on, bring it all home. You got LeBron brought one home. Now you got the Dodgers bringing one home. It's, it's a good time, quite a time to be alive for an L.A. fan. Yeah, I'm okay. Hold on a second. I have a question though. Okay. The Dodgers, did they not win? Oh wow! When you Google them, it comes up on Google with like a lot of um, firework like uh, overlays on the page. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's fun. Um, but have they not won or clinched? A, oh wow! Yeah, it says since nineteen eighty-eight. That's the first time they've clinched a title since. I feel like they just won, right? Aren't the Dodgers really, really good? Or am I thinking of someone else? No, look it, look it up. It's the last one they won was 1988. No shit. Wow, congratulations, Dodgers! Congratulations. Although I'm not. I mean, I think you're looking at. I think you're look World Series titles. Yeah, 55, 59, 63, 65, 81, 88, 2020. But I think you're really? thinking more of they are good, and in the last few years you've seen a lot of them. They just in get ousted. The, yeah, you've seen a lot of them like 2017, 2018, 2020. Like you've seen a lot of them like in the playoffs yeah. and things of that nature. Like yeah, but it's uh, it's been the first time to bring one home, so it's a big deal. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled about it. I feel like we just see so much of them, true. and I always think so highly of the Dodgers. I'm shocked they haven't won since 1988. So that's awesome. True. That's good for them. Congratulations, you, you LA listeners. And the only drawback of that is Justin Turner. So I mean, this story what the fuck? is really fucking weird, right? Like, okay, so I'll be 
Draft Mom. Draft Mom went to bed before the game was over last night. And when I went to bed, the Rays were winning. So I was like, okay, looks like there could be a game seven. Blake Snell was pitching an, an amazing game. So I was also exhausted. So I was like, okay, like, we'll see what happens. Uh, so I woke up and I was like, oh, shit, actually, the Dodgers won. Good on them. And then like an hour later, I saw the news about Justin Turner. And I was like, wait, what did I miss? I didn't go to bed that early. Um, but yeah, apparently... He, he, you know, everyone knows who Justin Turner is and you know his hair and his beard. If you don't know him, get it together. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, looks like, it looks like a very friendly lumberjack. Is that so, the way you would put it? I would say that, yeah. He's definitely a friendly like, lumberjack. And yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. Like, it seems like some sort of protocols were not followed. I, I, I don't know how you actually managed to get on the field if you have tested positive for COVID. So... I'm honestly, like, a little confused of, like, how this whole thing happened, to be honest with you. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. But there's a lot of... Uh, it looks like it's still developing. Because he played granted, He played in the game. Like, I saw him in the game before I went to sleep. So it's not as if he wasn't... I could understand, like... Uh, you're ruled out of the game at the beginning because of COVID, and then you win, and you want to go out on the field and celebrate with your team. I get it. But I'm so confused as to how he started the game but then got taken out. I don't know. I'm very confused. Well, I wonder if it's kind of like – I don't know if they have the right rules in place, and the only reason I'm learning this is because the Titans right now are dealing with a pretty substantial and hefty bill after not – technically following covid protocol so i wonder if there's anything in place for the mlb or how they've been dealing with that because they really i mean i don't think they did it right necessarily but they have been pioneering this this covid re-entry for sports in a lot of ways and they'd been pushing and pushing and pushing off the season they finally settled on what 62 games and right. fast-tracked it i don't know if they had the right protocols in place so this may have just been a loophole who knows but we'll have to watch it if it's developing and this i know very whole, interesting story yeah. we don't look not to poo-poo anything because good good for the dodgers just a very strange 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 dueling headlines right like la dodgers win the world series oh and by the way justin turner actually had covid during the game what yeah yeah i agree with you there well there's some other interesting ones in here i mean i don't i don't know much about tiger woods skipping the houston open because i don't know what the houston open is but i know the I masters mean, are like, soon so that's yeah, exciting i look i think it's i mean i think it's a lead up you know it's a lead up tournament to the masters and i think probably out of precaution you know i believe i read that you know they were they were planning on allowing a certain amount of people at the Houston Open and so if you're really just trying to preserve and be safe for for the masters you know the the big one mm-hmm. uh, i could understand why he's kind of skipping out on that yeah that makes sense that makes sense and then if we shift over to basketball real quick crazy to see first of all utah jazz being sold but secondary the in general, their revenue for the NBA season has dropped eight billion. No, 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 no! You're reading it wrong. It dropped ten percent. Oh. It dropped ten percent, and they oh, still made eight point okay. three billion dollars. So have no fear. Oh. They still made multiple billions of dollars. But look, I mean, these are going to be some of the headlines you're going to start to read now. You know, post covid like not just in the nba in the whole world and we're not going to get political on you at all but you know the that these are the types of things that are going to start to be realized like what really was the 
business impact. Of course, what's the health impact? And we've obviously talked about that for, you know, the NFL and, and now even just talking about, you know, Justin, Justin uh, Turner and stuff. There's obviously a lot of personal and health, you know, things that we're going to be reading, you know, after the fact. But yeah, now some of this stuff is going to be realized, like what, uh, you know, what a damning thing this coronavirus was. I mean, the NBA and NFL, like those are huge money making businesses, huge, you know, commercials, tickets, all that, like there's a ton of money to be made. And so it'll be, I mean, I'm not too sad for the NBA because uh, I would take I would take 10% of $8.3 billion. I don't even know what that math is, <laughs> but I would take it. I was trying to do the math in my head and I was like, I'm not even going to say this on the record <laughs> because this has taken me all of two minutes to figure out. But you're right, you're right. And I think a large part of that, and as we pivot into stardom sit and NFL plans for the rest of 2020 into 2021, I really, I mean, I think it's really interesting that for Super Bowl, they're capping it at 20% capacity, and that's huge. You know how much those seats go for? Thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands. Part of me wonders if they'll jack it up. Part of me wonders what the hell's going to happen, but I don't know, man. It's going to be really weird, Michelle. I don't really know how this this is going to shake out, but... Um, I, I think it's only a window into what the rest of the NFL season holds. And we'll, we'll just see what the aftermath looks like when the dust settles, you know? Exactly, exactly. Well, some good news, some controversial, weird news, but all news nonetheless, and probably time for us to get over to start and sit up. All right, so we're into our week seven look back and looking forward to week eight. Y'all know the deal. We start with our look back from last week. Who boomed, who busted, and who just absolutely tanked more so than busted. So we'll start with our look back, then get into our key injury report, COVID report, and then our week eight start and set. Starting with a look back, I think we've got a pretty distinct one. And we had some good calls last week based on what I've observed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't really play out in how my team fared, but we're making some really good calls. So first and foremost, we can tell you who blew it, and that is Andy Dalton still. And I don't (laughs) believe you if you are an Andy Dalton fan and you keep telling me and I don't know if Michelle, if you're getting the same thing, but Andy Dalton led this the fucking Cincinnati Bengals to an 0-16 season. He's not a good quarterback anymore. Do you hear me there? I, I hear you, and I really tried to give him at least I look, I wouldn't have told you to put him in your lineup last week, but I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt of like getting settled with a new team. Um yeah, but you know, you you were spot on. Sit him. He's not looking good. And frankly, look, I also feel bad because, well, spoiler alert, he's on the, you know, injury report with a gnarly concussion. Homie got drilled. Yeah, that did not look good. That did not look good. It was like some whiplash shit. I was not, I mean, listen, as much as the guy, I'm going to sit him every day for the rest of forever. I don't think he's (laughs) ever coming back to the NFL. That did not look good. No, I definitely didn't. some serious neck action that was quite the hit me nobody else but you were but you were yes that is what it looked like well done excellent actor (laughs) actress portrayal over here what can i say i've got a face for radio but you were right but you were right yeah i mean that was definitely spot on i think you were spot on in a couple ways also for tight ends which um 
few and far between kind of this season. A lot of people have nabbed up their, like for me, Mark Andrews nabbed him early and he's still running strong, knock on wood. But you've called out throughout the course of this season of the show, but also specifically last week, these were the three people that you and I had marked down. So I think between Gronk, Hayden Hurst, and Richard Rogers. I mean, those are three good calls, I think. What do you think? I think I think those were all great calls, but here's my question. So specifically for Richard Rogers, I think I told you I didn't really know who he was, and I told you, you to drop him. Damn. Okay, but he had a pretty good game, and now I feel bad that I told you that. No, no, but it, but it wasn't like a – it wasn't a no. It was either – if not this, then what? So it was either Hayden Hurst or Richard Rogers. I think okay. the right call and the spot on call was, we don't know who Richard Rogers is. There's no promise there. It's kind of like an Andy Dalton, a Devonta Freeman, like all these people who have been coming in to, you know, like anyone else and stepping in that you, oh man. But if you haven't heard of Richard Rogers, well, here's the who thing. we hadn't, totally understandable. At the end of the day, the net the net net of of you choosing Hayden Hurst versus Richard Rogers was all of like fifteen yards. So at the end yeah. of the day, it was basically a it's push. A point and a half. Both of them had a cup, uh, you know, a handful of catches and under a hundred yards. Um, so I think it was, you know, it was kind of a push. Um, that said, we'll talk about Rogers a little later because you know he has you know sort of uh, been called upon to step up in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, let's I'm talk about forward to that. Let's talk about one other great call and a boom. Christian Kirk, your boy Christian Hell Kirk, yeah. is en fuego. Boom. You know, fun, rock, rock, fun fact, rock. <laughs> I didn't know this until I watched the game uh, last week. Um, he and Kyler, like, played together, like, throughout their careers. They played, like, in high school together. They pay- played in college together at, uh, I-, I believe, Texas A&M. I didn't know that. So e- now I'm even bigger on Christian Kirk. Yes, they're on by this week. It's okay. But I'm even bigger on him after knowing, like, that, like, tight relationship that the two have. I mean, look, you know, it- two weeks ago, he had a massive, you know, 86-yard touchdown, and he ran one in. Then last week... Five for eight, 38 yards, and two touchdowns. The guy's versatile, and he's fast, and he and Kyler are buddies. So um, I I love that call. I'll continue to, you know, shout from the rooftops about him. Like I said, they're on by this week, but, uh, you know, if Christian Kirk's available anywhere, go get him. I don't even care if he's I mean, on listen, by. I think that's a. I think that's exactly the right call, and I pretty much would never advise people to pick up folks when they're on by, but there are a select few. I think that's the right call, and in my heart of hearts, going back to our earlier episodes that you can listen to, they're all on our feed anywhere you listen to Draft Queens, but if you go back into our feed from early, early, early days, either episode one or episode two... Michelle and I, we've gamed out who we think is going to go to the big game. Who's going to the Super Bowl, right? If I could switch it midway, week seven to week eight, I would swap out our 49ers, who we have a lot to unpack. And I'd probably swap in the Cardinals. They look great. They look really, really great. And I was very impressed with their defense even. I'm always gung-ho on defenses. I think it's really important uh, for those uh, gimme points. But yeah, Christian Kirk looked amazing. Question is, what happens with the 49ers? What's up with that situation? Because that was kind of a bust for us last week. 
honestly, it's it's kind of, it's messy over there. Uh, the backfield is just super super banged up. You know, we talked last week about Mostart being out. We talked about McKinnon maybe not being that reliable. I, it's that backfield to me is just kind of I wouldn't touch it right now. I, I we'll talk in in wide receivers. There's you know some upside maybe on the wide receiver angle, but I wouldn't really touch that backfield right now. Um, it's uh it's a little scary. Yeah, I mean, and listen, like, talk about banged up. I think we should get into a rundown of, like, our sad face key injuries and COVID updates because there's quite a few again. And it pains me to see top of this list is a couple awesome, awesome dudes. So I'm going to run them through, if that's all right with you. But yeah, read uh, I think them, we read can... Yeah, down the list here. There's a bunch. Again, it's a big sad face. So we got Kenyon Drake with an ankle injury which is usually like, what, four to six weeks. Interesting. Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde with hamstring injuries. You don't like to see that. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., ACL tear out for the season. Uh, Danny Pennies. uh, I don't know what happened to him. What happened to Daniel Jones? His his injury is his pride. His injury is his pride. Honestly, Are you Kate, kidding me? Kate, that, this is the that show fall. of stupid jokes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on. Hit that that fall and the memes that came after it. If you I'm still laughing a week later. It was <laughs> hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, I couldn't even turn on the game because I knew if I did <laughs> that something beautiful like that wouldn't come of it. Oh. That was super super horrible but he did lead the game with rushing yards for 92 yards so good okay but he also fell down and couldn't get into the end zone honestly it's the funniest thing i've ever seen anyway he's not actually physically injured but his pride should be (laughs) yeah well he deserves that fully a couple other injuries we've got which are again like philip Lindsay concussion protocol that's a huge one like the broncos are struggling um Andy Dalton concussion protocol he got walloped so I don't know when he's coming back Aaron Jones with a calf injury we'll get into that a little bit more because I know that affected a lot of Packers fans Debo that was Samuel, like late that was late breaking last week too I think they like they that like crazy they like found that out like or they announced it I should say like you know Sunday morning basically yeah there's been some I mean that one especially I feel like we got a lot of questions about that so totally understandable I don't know we'll we'll keep an eye on it Debo Samuel damn it hamstring again 49ers yikes 49ers and that also look I mean the guys he's you know look he's a wide receiver but he's he's versatile he's he's taken you know like um you know some some uh some running back kind of roles you know there too so we'll we'll get into it but there's a lot of scariness in San Francisco unfortunately right now huge scaries in San Francisco. Uh, I I will say I feel like there's less scaries in Tampa Bay with uh, Chris Godwin, but he has a finger injury. Oh, my God. uh This guy's been killing me, man. get it together. Seriously, get it together. When he plays, he's fucking awesome, and he gets in the end zone. But every day, every game, there's some new message that pops up that, like, he's injured. So now it's a finger injury, broken finger. Uh, Well, whatever. Okay, I'm snoozing on that. And then um, our last to round out injuries and COVID updates, Hooper, who we had talked about last week in our tight end role, now had an appendectomy. I don't know what that is. It's when you get your appendix. appendix. Yeah, when your appendix gets, his his appendix burst. Was it called an appendectomy? Yes. Oh, oh, that's really cool. 
Oh no. <laughs> Learn something All new right. every day here on Draft Queens. Oh my god. Well, I mean to, uh, like at like come on. If it's not enough to get like regular standard injuries, then COVID. Now this poor guy has to get, you know, emergency appendectomy. Like how, you can't make this shit up. You just can't. Yeah, you can't. I mean, oh man, it's a tough time to have an appendectomy. I don't even know how to spell that. Well, poor guy. Um, I know that he was projected to do pretty well last week, but I don't know if we'll know if he's boomer bust because said appendix. So bummer from our key injuries and COVID list. But we do have Michelle. And if you if you want to kick us off, I would love your opinion on week eight. Who to start and sit? Where do you want to start? I would love to give you my two cents. Uh, So let's see. A couple of things here. Um, Similar to what I had said about Christian Kirk um, uh, on Arizona, um, I realize that they're on bye this week, but with Kenyon Drake being out, I think Chase Edmonds, if he's available anywhere, is worth a pickup and a stash. Again, normally wouldn't advise people to pick players up just to have them sit on your bench because they're on bye. But given the myriad of injuries and things that have gone on, it's one of those moments where it's like, if these guys are catching fire, even if they're on buy, if they're available, get them and just put them on your bench. So not a, not a play, you know, not a plug and play, more of a plug and sit. But um, I think, you know, Chase Edmonds is, is, is certainly worth the pickup given this injury to uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, um, we've got a couple of those on this list. You know, uh, Miles Gaskin, I don't think we've talked too much about him, but um, the Dolphins running back, um, they were on by last week. They're back this week. The guy's been super, super strong. I think he's totally a, a, a start. I, I don't see him being available in very many leagues at this point. But, you know, he he's definitely a, a start this week in, in my book. Um, yeah, I think we had him for week six, too, when we were sort of like waiting on Alexander Madison and seeing how the Vikings shaped up. And we were sort of thinking about Miles Gaskin. We were thinking about Chase Edmonds. Turns out, Pays off. I think continue to to stash. You're exactly right. But anyway, not to cut you off. No, you're good. With running backs. You're (laughs) totally good. A couple other good ones to look at. Um, Again, you know, uh, I mentioned this at the top of the show. Giovanni Bernard had a great week last week with Mixon out. Keep an eye on that one. You know, they're saying that Mixon may play again this week, but a foot injury is pretty tough. Uh, to come back from in in one week. So, you know, just keep your eyes on that one. I don't know if, even if he starts, I don't know if that means they split, you know, um, you know, touches or or what that looks like. But a foot injury is a little bit tricky, especially for a football player. So, Mm -hmm. um, you need feet. Yeah, you need feet and you need them in good shape. (laughs) So, uh, Giovanni Bernard could be a great start. Of course, keep, you know, an eye on what happens um, with Mixon. And then, uh, you know, Leonard Fournette, interesting one. Um, look, the Bucks have been unstoppable. Uh, I, I mean, I kind of think you just play everyone on the Bucks right now, especially because they're playing the Giants on Monday Night the Football. Giants. I mean, they're playing the Giants. It's Monday Night Football. Tom's been on fire. Everyone's kind of getting some love over there, as as it typically kind of works underneath, you know, Tom Brady. And you know. A lot of people talk about like revenge games in in a weird way. I feel like this is a weird revenge game because even though Tom's not on the Patriots, like he's playing the Giants. You know what I mean? So um, I I feel I feel like start, start everybody on you know Tampa Bay this week, including we'll talk about it later. T- Tampa Bay D, um, but Fournette could be a good one, especially with some you know big running backs uh, you know out on bye this week or out on injury. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think um, if we're looking at the other side of the coin, too, when, you know, Chase Edmonds, Mile Gaskin, Giovanni Bernard, Leonard Fournette, like all definite pickups if you can. Where I'm struggling, quite frankly, is uh, for running backs, whether or not you drop, keep, what do you do for 49ers? And we just alluded to this. Who do we have? Like we have Jarek McKinnon, who feels like an, an immediate start in theory. However, just beware if you have 49ers running backs who have been hot to pick up this week, but between Jamichael Hasty, Tevin Coleman, I mean, there's a lot of action in the backfield knowing that they're playing the Seahawks and Seahawks defense is pretty horrible. So I'm sitting on the fence, Michelle, with where to go with this particular call. Honestly, I think you need to avoid running backs entirely on San Francisco right now. Like you're reading Kyle Shanahan saying he's going to rest Jarek McKinnon because he had too much work. Like what? That, that makes no sense to me. I, you know, I don't know. It, it all just feels a little too haphazard over there that I personally would not sort of touch them. Um, you know, this week that said, we could just do a little uh, a little um, transition in, into wide receivers here because as, as scary as the backfield is for San Francisco, and to your point, they are playing Seattle, which, you know, normally is a, is a great offensive, you know, matchup. So if you're going to play anyone from San Francisco this week, um, take a look at Brandon Ayuk. Um, thank God I was able to snatch him up um, – in uh, in one of my leagues, you know, between all the injuries we've already mentioned, you know, in the backfield for San Francisco, plus Debo Samuel, I just, I feel like this guy could potentially have a huge breakout week. He's already been playing really, really well, and this could be his time to shine, especially against a defense that, you know, really isn't that that strong in Seattle. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, I'm excited about that, and I hope I mean, that, where else are they going to really look, right? I mean, I'm excited. I don't know much about Brandon Ayuk. I'll be the first to say it. But I, too, am excited about that prospect. He's also number one tre- trending on most added players right now. So it's kind of a shoe in if he's available, which he very well might be. I would say that that's just about right. He, I also, look, he hasn't, I think- he hasn't scored that many touchdowns, but he had pretty good yardage last week. And again, with... 90% of, you know, either short, you know, short pass catchers or Debo being out, this guy should get, you know, a, a pretty good amount of looks. Yeah, and and speaking of which, and we touched on this already, but let's keep with the theme, the Bucks are looking really great, and if you have certain people with finger injuries, you're going to have to look at other people, so... <laughs> Scott Fact. Miller. I, I I mean, I would look at Scott Miller if he's available. A lot of people are dropping Scotty left and right, and um, now's the week to pick him up. I would say that week eight is your week, and he's going into a game against the Giants. So play anyone against the Giants. I feel bullish on him for sure. Um, I am a little bit, like, on the fence about a couple people, and I would love right. your thought on Cole Beasley on the Bills. How do you How are you feeling about him? So here's the thing. I think, you know, Cole has had some really strong games. Um, He had a career high uh, last week against the Jets. The one thing, you know, that I would, you know, kind of say, you know, about Cole is, you know, I I sort of said this before. Look, the the Bills are on, um, wait, are the Bills on bye this week? No, they're not on bye this week. 
Okay, so it is not a bye week for Cole Beasley. I just wanted to make sure I had my shit together before I started going down this path. Um, Cole Beasley, yes, I think he had an amazing week last week against the Jets. Um, I'll, you know, look, he's gotten a ton of targets. Obviously, he's getting a lot of targets, you know, with, uh, with Stephon Diggs out there as well. But John Brown is out, um, and their tight end on the Bills, Dawson Knox, is also out. So, you know, if that continues to be the trend, I think he'll continue to get a lot of looks over there. So I, I like him. Again, it's, it starts to get to be slim pickings out there, and Cole Beasley is one of those kind of, like, guys that I feel like you see kind of, you know, off on the waiver, off, on, off, on. I think it could be a good week, uh, especially against the Patriots. So I, I like that one. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. And I have another one that I think could be a good one, although I don't know much about Rashard Higgins. But similar to Cole Beasley, I think he may have a moment to shine. So if you're looking for someone in that wide receiver spot, I would look at Rashard Higgins. I also, I can't believe I'm saying the name Jarvis Landry. I'm excited about it, but I can't believe I'm saying it. Um I think look at anyone on the Browns because like we said in our key injury report, OBJ has uh, his ACL torn and they're going to have to reset with Baker Mayfield. So I think really just keep an eye on the Browns. We don't really know which way that's going to go. We should have a definitive idea in week nine. Uh, But against the Raiders, I mean, it's not a bad matchup, especially for a wide receiver. So I'd look at Richard Higgins or Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I definitely like the Richard Higgins pick there. Um, I think, you know, he'll, he's going to step up. He's gotten, you know, uh, he's gotten definitely some looks from Baker over there. He was six for six last week. Um, And yeah, they're going to have to start spreading the ball around. Luckily, you know, Baker's in a pretty good rhythm over there. So I like, uh, if I were to pick, I I, I like uh, Higgins over Landry. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But take whoever you can get. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and speaking of which, I mean, like, I I feel that quarterbacks are kind of I feel like a broken record, right? Like we have the same big bets every week. Like I know that you're you're a Teddy Bridgewater gal. Like and it might be a big one this week, no? I mean, you just got to keep fucking talking about this guy. Like he's just been incredible. Like truly truly incredible. I mean, I'm looking at his stats now. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Sorry, all eight games or all seven games, he's over 200, you know, passing yards. Like, the guy's just been incredible. Um, And this week they play Atlanta. So, uh, you know, I I really – you know what? It's a good week for um, for me personally having Deshaun Watson on by because, you know, look – as, as high and bullish as I've been on Teddy B, it's pretty hard for me to sit him, uh, to sit Deshaun Watson and play, um, you know, Teddy over him. So I'm actually very excited that Deshaun Watson is on by this week because I can't wait to have Teddy in my lineup against Atlanta. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I also, I'm trying to figure out, like, at this point... <laughs> I mean, we feel good about Bridgewater. We feel good about a, a couple of guys. There's there's also a lot of quarterbacks that I'm looking at the Deck Prescott owners and the Andy Dalton owners and those types of teams. And same with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Love of Fitzmagic. But what do you do if you're the folks who had like any of those quarterbacks who are becoming obsolete really quickly all of a sudden and you're not really prepared for it. Like if you're in a 14 league, 14 person league like us, a lot of those quarterbacks are snapped up and stored. So who is I even do like, want to, I'm curious who's even available as a quarterback in our league at this like, point. Like no, no one, but I do I feel like Tua hey, Nick, is Nick possibly Foles? a good one to pick up. 
Nick Foles Nick is. Foles. Big Nick Dick Foles, Nick. That's the only, oh, wow. Wow. Did you just say that? Okay. That's a thing. No, wow. it's a thing. It's Yeah, because he's like always laying down the law. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. Okay, that's, sorry. That totally threw me the whole That's what Eagles fans called him. Big Dick Well, Nick. I mean, I try not to say anything that an Eagles fan would say, if we're being honest. Goes on Reddit once, figures out Big Dick Nick. All right, oh sorry. We'll strip God. that from the record. But maybe It's we fine. Won't. But you're, but you, look, but you are right. Especially in a league that has as many teams as we do. Uh, most people are, you know, having at least two QBs so that they have a backup. So when you look yeah. at it that way, I mean, yeah, there's no one freaking left, you know? So... It, it definitely gets tough. Um, I think Tua is going to be really interesting, you know, to see, Maybe. you know, what, what happens over there. Look, question mark, big question mark, right? Like, but it also goes, like, there's people, forget the injuries, forget the buys. You also have guys like Cam Newton. What the hell happened to him? We were real big on Cam Newton at the beginning of the season. You're so right. Poor guy so gets right. COVID and then I don't know, like, everything's just totally unraveled over there. So, like... You know, it, it, I think a lot of people are stuck and you're going to have to start scavengering. And I'm sure most most people probably there are not very many quarterbacks available in your league at this point anyway. But, hey, you know what? If you got to roll the dice, might be worth rolling it with Tua. Might be worth rolling with Tua. I really do think so. And especially, like, if you saw Ryan Fitzpatrick's face when he came out of that game last game and Tua had his first four minutes on the field as an NFL starter – it was a beautiful thing. You can feel, I, I feel like Fitzmagic is done. I really do. And I mean that in the best way. I think he's going to be a great, I think he's going to be a great second string. He's going to coach Tua into the next era of his career. And then Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be gone. You I have think a, so? I have a bold prediction. Oh my God. Give it to me. Fitzpatrick to the, to the Cowboys. Oh, shit. Well, See, your whole that's... face just changed. I'm glad that you took a minute because your face was like utter disgust and like, what are you talking about? To, no, oh, yeah. wait, now I'm processing it to, oh, maybe yes. That's actually very smart, Michelle. That would be smart because you know who the third string quarterback is for the Cowboys? Fun trivia fact. Yeah, very ben, fun. Tri- ben DiNucci. Oh, no. That's yes. not right. Yes. Is it Ben DiNucci? Who the yes. fuck is that? DiNucci came in after Dalton got knocked out last week. That's the great question. Who's DiNucci? The only joke <laughs> I could come up with is it rhymes with Santucci, which is my last name. So I was like, okay, hey, maybe, you know. It's a he, funny episode. It's, Let's go. You know, more jokes. We're, we're, we're full of jokes today. But, like, I mean, couldn't be that crazy. You know, Fitzpatrick was really sad about losing his spot, and he did have a pretty good start to the season, and now the Cowboys have no quarterback. That is truly not crazy at all. Okay, thank you. I'm just saying. You heard it here first, maybe. Hopefully. You get a little teeny <laughs> tiny golf clap until it comes true. I'll that take was it. pretty good. Just going bold. I'm going bold here. <sighs> Any other bold predictions before we sign off? I mean, <laughs> that, was a pre- that was a pretty bold one. So I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with that one for now. Well, we got we had some bold ones for, and this is nothing to rehash, but we might as well rehash it for the sake of. We had some bold tight end predictions last week, a la Richard Rogers, Hayden Hurst, Gronk. We said it last week. There's nothing to go over again. Go back and listen to episode eight. Richard Rogers, Hayden Hurst, Gronk, all doing pretty g- good, you know, like good for a tight end slot. So I think we just keep it there, like the the Hitch movie where he's like. 
Just keep it right here. Keep it here. Yeah, I mean, look, here. you got you got your standard guys that you know you're playing, the Kittles, the Kelseys, the Wallers, the Andrews of the world. But, you know, there's there's definitely some guys kind of stepping up, you know, into you know the spotlight, a la those guys you just mentioned. So, um, you know, and, and I didn't know Richard Rodgers' name last week, but I know it this week. Congratulations, Richard Rodgers. You are now the favored Rodgers above Aaron because what a douche. <laughs> Okay, anyway, I, I need to get over that. For season three of Draft Queens, I'll be over it. I thought you were over it. You were pretty, you've been laying into Andy Dalton pretty good, so I kind of thought he was your new victim. I think he is. I think you have to have a victim, so I will gladly take Andy Dalton, although I feel a little bit bad for his brain. But anyway, <laughs> so Ugh. let's wrap it up, I guess. I mean, let's stream do you want to talk D's. about defenses? You, you've got like the age-old quintessential piece of advice and what is it michelle what is it anyone versus the giants get your bucks defense in there uh the bucks defense has been spectacular and i think that only continues this week against the giants yeah i think that's a really good one pick up the bucks if you can another one i want to call out and i do i love an eagles defense the Eagles against the Cowboys. That's kind of, I'm sending it a little bit, but who is Demucci, Detucci, Dehui? <laughs> I don't know who's playing on the Cowboys. So pick up the Eagles versus the Cowboys. That's a possible one, no? I, sure. I like it. That's my call. That's my All call. Right. Also, and, and I have more. I have more. I have okay. another one. And that is the Chargers versus the Broncos. Because the oh, Broncos okay. I like also that. have a lot of injuries. Yeah. I like that. I like that one. I like that. A good streaming D week. Because something we said that something happened to Patrick Lindsay. He has a concussion too. Phil, Does that mean he's Phil, out for this week? Philip I assume Lindsay, so. Philip Lindsay, but yes, he does. Oh, oh. Why did I say Patrick? I love it Lindsay? when you confuse their names. It makes me laugh. Uh, it's <laughs> funny because they all come up as like P. Dot Lindsay. So sometimes I just insert the first name. You just make up like, whatever oh, name you want it to be. Patrick. Yes, exactly, exactly. All but right, that could uh, be a good one. Could be a good one. I want to do one last fun thing because you mentioned it earlier in the episode and I think it's about that time. I think we should do a quick, quick little mid-season Super Bowl check-in because you called the 49ers, I called the Saints, and I'm I just... I didn't know you were planning this. I just made it up because you brought it up earlier and it made me think of it. I just want to do a check-in. I think we just need to do a check-in here. So I'm looking at it and in the NFC West, the 49ers are in last... With a record of four and three. It's tough, dude. Look, they got Whoa. Seattle. They got Seattle and the Cardinals in their league. I mean, it, that's a tough Whoa. one over there. So that they're is. Four, four and three. And then let me look over here in the NFC South. The Saints are in second place with a four and two record. So we're not, even though, look, NFC West is a tough tough division like I said Seahawks Cardinals Rams 49ers that one's tough it's been exciting as we predicted a lot of those teams have been incredibly fun to watch the 49ers have had a definite bad luck stroke with all the injuries and things over there nonetheless they are four and three and then you look at the NFC South I mean normally would also be you know fairly competitive but the Falcons have totally shit the bed Tom Brady is, like, going out with vengeance. So, you know, they're leading, you know, the NFC South. And you've got the Saints at 4-2. and two. So it's going to be interesting to see where our, um, where our Super Bowl picks lie. I, I don't feel so great about mine anymore. I don't know about you. I mean, you know, I think we've talked about it. Uh, it's 
it's not looking great cotton it's not looking great do you if you could if change you had to, if you could change yeah could you, exactly f and a get out of my F&A. brain get out of my brain get out if, if we could change I, who would we change to i would change to the bucks 100 percent. really I mean, I'm not going to jinx it and say the Titans, but I think they've looked really, really, really good. All right. All right. Um, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not choosing the Titans because I don't, I don't fully see it yet. I'm not going to manifest that quite yet. Okay. Um, I mean, I think the Cardinals look amazing, but I would probably go with the Steelers after this weekend. Interesting. Okay. All right. Look, we have to stick with our original things, you know, whatever. But I do not. I don't feel so great about it anymore. And actually, it looks like, yeah, to confirm, the Steelers are the only undefeated team going into this week. They're the last undefeated team going into this week. I'm not proud of it, but I am very impressed after watching the Titans Steelers game. They looked great. They looked great. But we'll see. All right. That's the fun. Well, that bit. was a that was a fun little game. I had to spring that on you after you mentioned it. I, you're right. We're halfway through. You gotta let's. You know, we gotta do a little uh, a little check in. We're halfway through. I'm not ready for this. I wanted to go on all year. I know football year round, please. Ugh. All right. Well, I guess that's that's it for today, Michelle. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I will not spring anything else on you for today. Hey, listen. If you are still listening to this show. Have a beer, first of all. I hope you already cracked a beer. Second of all, uh, I hope that you've checked us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating. I see you. Somebody in the last 24 hours gave us a five-star. I see you. I appreciate you. But go ahead and leave us a comment, too, if you're feeling really, really good about the show. And you know where to find us for day-to-day fantasy advice at the Draft Queens on Instagram and at uh, the underscore draft queens on Twitter. So we're in your earballs every Friday morning, eight o'clock Eastern time in the AM. And y'all have a great week eight. We're looking forward to talking to you week nine and uh, go get those W's. 